Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live occupation with using fine motor and functional life skills. This week we're talking some mental health versions of how to stay sane, how to stay happy, and how to stay functional and independent through the mental health lens in this corona craze and this coronavirus and the madness that is around us. Yesterday we talked about how to be grateful. Today I want to talk a little bit about how to be optimistic. We're going to look at the help of Forbes magazine forbes.com we're also going to look at centerforoptimism.com just a little bit how we could try to keep an optimistic lens an optimistic mindset to what's going around us a psychologist from center for optimism will start first a lot of people say that we need to keep the mind being we need to keep the positivity we need to keep the optimism in our lives right now as never in our lifetimes we need to remain optimistic as tim watson monroe explains a psychologist optimism is essential for mental well-being in a crisis that needs action as dr steve moffick explains a psychiatrist science is moving forwards we have governments to recognize what's going on they're taking it very seriously Seriously, we're trying to do whatever we can. They're trying to do whatever they can to solve this and stop the tide. So it's right to be optimistic, as Professor Natasha Krowcroft explains. And the clinical psychologist, Dr. Natalie Dottillo, explains, we have a choice how we think in any situation we face. Even if you're not born an optimist, you can still learn to think like one. Radical optimism is the notion that there's an upside to everything, even a global pandemic, even a worldwide health crisis. There's still the ability to be optimistic. There's a lot of biotech out there. There's a lot of things out there. You could be optimistic. You could try to think optimistic. Hopefully a vaccine will come. As George Crozier tries to explain that the science are, scientists are working to get a breakthrough to try to treat it. Remaining as optimistic as possible is what could be good for us and our families and those around us. Positive thoughts and actions focus on strength, success, opportunities, and collaboration. When you have such things, you could have trust, hope, and optimism leads to positive energy, confidence, and purpose, as Wendy Hart explains. John Horgan explains that optimism is is crucial in this time. We need to be realistic, face the problem squarely while resisting fear and fatalism. But if we are optimistic in human intelligence and with the help of God above, decency can prevail. And, you know, it seems to be that there is a lot going against us. It's frightening. It's tragic. It's sad. But there is the ability to understand that there is biotech out there. There's a God above who hopefully will help us and guide us through this craziness. And all these other people, as Jim Greenwood explains, you know, vaccines we hope will come at record speed. We want to know that even though there's war and there's it feels like it's a war, it feels like the climate's changing. If we face the problem squarely and we have our faith that it will happen, then hopefully we'll be okay. It's really a commodity, it's really essential. It's really a way to try to to understand that we need to to combat these things. Rabbi Shmuley Boteach explains there must be room for faith and optimism at this time. The kind of faith that believes as Moses commands in Deuteronomy, God will bless you in all that you do. We must do, we must act, we must fight. Fear will weaken rather than embolden our resolve. It will undermine our health. Depression will sap our energy and make us partially give up. But faith, optimism, and hope will compel us to do the right thing in a time when exercising wise judgment is the difference between life and death. Now is the time to have optimism. We're optimistic for the future. We believe that humanity will resolve. You know, society has this crazy notion of loving doomsday scenarios. How many movies are out there? How many TV shows are out there where the zombies come, the end is coming, the apocalypse? But look at it now. It's not the end of the world. Everyone's rallying together. There's still supermarkets and restaurants delivering. There's still ways to get supplies. People are not going crazy, hopefully. People are home and trying to make use of their time. People 
people are reassessing what their purpose in life is, which is a wonderful thing. Try to figure out what we're here in the world to do. This is a great time to think of that. You find strength and gratitude towards people. There's a unified and loving force because we realize that people care about each other, as Daniel Sonneson explains. Even though it's strange times, when we work as a community, that could be optimism. When you use Zoom, you use Google Meet, you're able to connect with people over the phone, over the internet. We're not really that isolated. We could really get through it together. As Daniel Robertson explains, if you look at people checking sure they're okay, doing random acts of kindness, that'll make a better society for all of us, as he explains also. You look at the way that the world is going, you could figure out how to make the world a better place with doing good things. All we have to do is put our mind to it, keep the gratitude at mind in, in the way, even though it's scary times, but we can be optimistic for the future of the work of all humans with the God above. And don't look at the news. Don't check the, the, what's going on in the world too much. You could be, you could be informed of what's going on, but if you have to know something, it'll come to you. If you check the news every five seconds, you'll make yourself stir crazy. You'll make yourself go crazy really much you'll make yourself get panicked and anxious and stressed out like crazy don't do that just try to go day by day do your social isolation do your social distancing go about your routines and your habits but don't make yourself crazy rabbi jesky pakin explains this is not the first passover which just passed us pun intended, that has taken place in a moment of turbulence and uncertainty. Jews have always responded to moments of difficulty, strife, and depression with optimism and hope. It's a message at the core of Passover holiday, which we just had, holiday that looks to the future with hope for redemption and freedom. It's eerie how timely the message is for just now. That's why we have to be optimistic and we have to think positively for the future going forward. I also want to talk to you from Forbes. Really cool thing that Forbes itself talks about. So many people are affected by these things but if we use positive emotion you get happiness it's more than just smiling it's remaining optimistic and using a constructive outlook limit your access to social media and news i'm telling you don't do that you're going to become constantly bombarded with bad news switch off the news feeds switch off the talk radio and the email alerts appreciate your home and those around you write a list a daily list of three or more things in and around your home that you're grateful for share it with others take time to enjoy your coffee breaks now it's the time to have proper conversations face-to-face or remotely. Don't always talk about coronavirus. Share the joy and satisfaction of others in your home. Express their work and play. I cannot tell you enough how much I love working remotely. If I could have worked remotely my whole life, I feel like I'm missing out on this. It's amazing to be able to go up to my attic, see my eight students over the four hours, and literally go back downstairs to the living room and be with my wife and kids. Still working, still being an OT, but working remotely is fantastic. So I believe we should never know from such things. We shouldn't know from sickness or death, but the ability to work remotely, I love it. That would be a great thing. And being able to do lectures online on Zoom, Google Meet, I love these programs. It's really great. Take a new perspective on daily tasks like cooking and looking for joy, spending time preparing something for yourself and others. Even though we feel isolated, there's so many ways to be connected. You know, high engagement activities flood the whole body. With well-being, athletes, musicians, and others are well experienced in this. You could do Zumba, you could do yoga, you could do exercise, even remotely. You could focus on tasks, you could focus on engagement, calmness, focus, and joy. You can enjoy flow in your life. You can write a report or proposal without distractions. You could sit down and do some stand up and do some Zumba and exercise. You could give yourself time during the day to read or do some research that you never had before. Listen to others about their life. Connect over social media, not too much with the news. And exercising, singing, playing with your instruments, playing with kids, that allows you to have focus, calmness, and satisfaction. Stretch your intelligence, stretch your skills, stretch your emotional in, in 
independence and your emotional intelligence. Work on your relationships, especially at home. Now that you're home, now that all of us are home, we could strengthen our relationship with our spouses. After our kids go to sleep, we always try to do date night, but now it's even more so that the kids are home. We do something. We try to watch a movie or a show every night. We do a little reading together, a little learning together, my wife and I. It's just such a wonderful way to end the day. Kindness should come to the fore in, in relationships. Physical isolation doesn't mean emotional isolation. Even if we are home, we're able to develop relationships with our, our wives and our children. Approach your neighbors. See what they need from a safe distance. Speak with your work colleagues how they're coping. Speak with your friends how they're coping. Listen to your kids. Read with your kids. Listening deeply means understanding deeply the emotions and the feelings that people are having. Find meaning in life. A lot of people are reconsidering their purpose. We mentioned now that they're home, they're thinking about what we're supposed to do in this world. Religion is spirituality really help a lot of people and it really can be understanding how we could have ethically based work and raising children volunteering and finding creative measures what we should do with our life maybe i should really be a lecturer maybe i should really focus on radio maybe i should work remotely things that have been going through my mind in the past couple of weeks now that i'm working remotely what activities really provide you with a full sense of satisfaction. Do you really like your job now that you're home? What do you really want to do with your life? What is your purpose? Write it down. Define it. Share with others. Find what your goals are. If you have a specific talent, that's probably what you're supposed to do with your life. Find what your purpose is. Write it out. Map it out. How can you do it? If you've always loved trains, you have an affinity for trains, you probably should be doing something with trains. If you've always loved radio like myself, maybe you should be doing something with with it. And find a sense of accomplishment, which really can lead to positive living and happiness. And then you could find control over your life and feel more happy. Find an exercise regime you love. Cook a meal that you love. Do some handwriting. Actual handwriting is really nice. A journal, a blog, or writing letters to others. Conversations with others about your aspirations. Telling those that you love that are near you that you love them. These are all ways to maintain optimism, to maintain um a, a semblance of order and and a semblance of being able to get through this without collapsing. It's all about having the proper mental health. And join us next time as we continue talking some mental health approaches having, having to deal with this coronavirus that we are currently in. And this has been OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.